0: What are you giving up for Lent? That's a question that my Catholic friends used to ask of me when I was younger. Because as you know, within some parts of Christianity, there is an emphasis on giving up something for 40 days. And then there's other traditions, uh, maybe not quite as holy traditions, such as Mardi Gras and Fat Tuesday," the Tuesday right before Lent begins. Where there is much overindulging in many things, only to then fast and give up things. And of course, nobody really gives up something for Lent. They're actually giving up something for God, right? Because after all, who would give up something for just an appointed time on the calendar or a season? No, it's not that reason. It's out of great respect, repentance, and remorse for what Christ Jesus gave up for each and every one of us, that a Christian might choose to give up something before God for the season of Lent. Well, today we encounter a parable that's really everything about giving up stuff. It was a short little gospel reading, but it's about a man in a field, and he He finds a great treasure, and it says, with great joy he goes, and what does he do? He sells everything he has. He gives up everything that he might own this treasure. Jesus continues, he says again, it's like a merchant who's looking for a fine pearl, and when he finds it, what does he do? He sells everything and gives up all that he has so that he might buy that pearl. And so the kingdom of heaven, the relationship that we have in faith with our God, is so important, is so valuable, is such a treasure that we, like this man, are supposed to be uh, people like the merchant who are willing to give up everything we have to fully possess its benefits. We should see our relationship with Christ as the highest and greatest treasure in our lives, and there should be nothing we wouldn't want to give up for that treasure. And having found Jesus and having received his grace that was given to us at the cross, we should want to hold on as tightly as we can to this treasure, to this great priceless pearl. And some would call this the cost of discipleship. Others would call it the price of following Jesus. It actually echoes back to the words of the first commandment that we are to have no other gods before the Lord our God. And so we hear this story today from Jesus of the treasure hunter out in the field. And he gets home and he puts all of his stuff on eBay and he sells out for this treasure. Or this merchant who liquidates all that he has and he goes all in and we take from this lesson that we should be more like this man, more like this merchant, that we should be more sold out for Jesus and all in for God. And so perhaps we try to give up things for our God. Maybe we don't eat our favorite chocolate for six weeks, or we abstain from our favorite beverage for 40 days because we want to give something up. We want to be more like the figures expressed in this parable to show our commitment to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And yet in our our giving up, we realize how good we still are of hanging on, hanging on to things in our lives that we should give up. So maybe you're able to give up brownies, but are you giving up busyness, bossiness? Are you giving up brashness? Maybe you can give up coffee, but are you giving up selfishness and gossip and coarse language as you speak with others? Maybe you're able to not eat meat on a certain day of the week, but as you reflect on your life, you realize that we all ingest the junk food of this world daily. And so the more we see this parable as showing us what we should give up, the more it convicts us and the more we realize how lousy we are of giving things up for God, And if it's only about what we should give up for our God, then this parable really offers us no good news. And when the focus is about what I'm willing to give up for my treasure in Christ, well, then I think my conclusion is the same as St. Paul's where he says, oh, what a wretched sinner I am. And that kind of leaves us in a dark place as we read these words tonight. But I would suggest to you That what if as we read this parable, what if the man in the field is Jesus? And what if the great treasure that he finds is you and me? And that in his great joy, he ventures forth to give up all that he has to possess this great treasure. What if the merchant in the story is God and the fine pearl that he finds is his fallen creation, his fallen creatures made in his own image, and he is willing to give up everything including his only begotten son so that we might be his wonderful treasure. We know from earlier parables, the parable of the weeds, that Jesus just got done telling his disciples that the field in that parable is the world. And we know in John 3:16 that God so loved the world, that God loved the field, right? That Jesus came to seek and save that which was lost, for they are valuable to him. And that everything Christ does while he's here on this earth is to accomplish and to pay for our sins and to regain us back to the Father, to purchase that salvation. And so how does he do this? By giving everything up. And so in the book of Hebrews, we would hear how Jesus who for the joy set before him endured the cross, suffering its shame as he gave himself up. Or how Paul says in Philippians, Jesus who made himself nothing, taking on the very nature of a servant, to give himself up. Or as the apostle Peter would say in his first letter, you know, It was not with perishable things such as silver or gold that you were redeemed from this empty way of life. But it was with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish and without defect. We're reminded that Jesus came into this world. He came into the field to seek you and me, the treasure and to give up everything that we might be his once again. Even if that would include with joy him going to the cross and paying for the sins that were committed by us and for everyone else who commits them. That he would go and pay for those things, giving up everything so that he might attain his greatest possession. And so as we hear this parable, this short parable here in Lent, it is an opportunity to reflect and ask ourselves, what am I willing to give up, not just for 40 days, but what am I willing to give up in my faith to stay strong in my relationship with Christ? But even as that convicts us, it's even a better time to hear in this parable the story of the greatest treasure hunter ever. His name is Jesus. And he is the one who sought you and me to be his treasure. And his pearl of great price. And he gave up everything and he bought it. Not with silver and gold, but with his precious blood shed on the cross. And so we continue to reflect on a Savior who gives up everything, a Savior who loves each and every one of us, his treasured people. Amen. And now may this peace of our God, which surpasses all of our understanding. Keep our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.